Hello, everybody. Welcome to Generation Justice right here on your community-supported public radio station, KUNM-FM. I'll be your host tonight, George Luna Peña, Special Projects Coordinator. And I, Kamri Umi, am the technical specialist for this amazing project. Generation Justice is a multimedia project that trains youth between the ages of 13 and 25 to create media that is committed to inspiring social change. And through this, Generation Justice is able to create a sense of passion and unity within the community. And boy, do we have a special show for you all today. That's right, George. UNM Students for Justice in Palestine and Generation Justice brought world-renowned Palestinian-American poet and activist Remy Kanazi for A Night of Poetic Justice. On October 20th, 2011 at Warehouse 508, where over 75 people were in attendance. Remy Kanazi is a poet, writer, comedian, editor, and activist. He also has a book out entitled Poetic Injustice, Writings on Resistance and Palestine. So tonight we're going to share with you performances from Remy Kanazi along with local poets Zachary Kluckman, Eva Crespin, Khadija Chudnoff, and Generation Justice youth producer Bashar Jawad. Tonight, we would like to welcome four new Generation Justice youth to our program. Travis Aguilar, Brandon Bitsui, Jocelyn Tafoya, and Adrian Rivas join us as our new Generation Justice interns. Generation Justice youth producer Jaslyn Mendoza spoke with the new members about themselves and what they're looking forward to here at Generation Justice. To start the show off, we'll be listening to local poets from around the Albuquerque community. We're going to be hearing poetry from Zachary Kluckman, local youth poets Eva Crespin, Khadija Chudnoff, and Generation Justice youth producer Bashar Jawad. Throughout the night, you'll also hear from president of UNM Students for Justice in Palestine and Generation Justice alumni, Daniel Mustafa, who was the MC for the events. I would like to personally welcome you all to A Night of Poetic Justice featuring Remy Kanazi and local slam poets here in Albuquerque. Thank you all for coming. I'm Daniel Mustafa. I'm the president of Students for Justice in Palestine at University of New Mexico. And when I came up with this idea, my friend Remy Kanazi, he's a slam poet. He's based in Brooklyn, New York. We had him um, in Albuquerque last spring, and I thought it would be cool to have him come and do a show with local slam poets, and not just based around the Palestinian issue, but based around different social justice causes that affect people in their daily lives here in New Mexico and America globally. And without further ado, I'm just going to start off... Um, with some lineups of poets. I would like to introduce to you all Eva Crispin, and Eva Crispin is a part of the Youth City Slam Poet team here in Albuquerque. Here's Eva. His body inscribed with gold calligraphy written across his chest. It reads biblical scriptures. Leviticus 19.4. You shall not lie with a male as you do with a woman. It is an abomination. His heart replaced with a religious idea of tolerance. But when you tolerate something, you accept it. He was held under the surface of understanding. He sunk deep at a level where fear becomes hate. Sexual identity. Biologically male, but in every other way female. She's what they call transgender. Call out the Guanarojo story. Her killers use the word faggot the way they use the word love. Unforgiving only to make themselves feel more important than a boy wearing makeup. She wanted nothing more than to be beautiful, be the person she saw on magazine covers, but they weren't able to look past the manly hands or the bulge in her pants. They used the word faggot the way they loaded their guns. 
shot one. Split her ribs like cracking sticks over their knees. Left indents of shoe prints in her skull. Sliced her body apart and left her in a yard buried under bricks and mud. An unidentifiable face of a girl who made everyone see past a label. People like that tell me that a man's rib is sewn to a woman's spine connected like puzzle pieces by nerve tissue. But men have one rib too less to match the lover of a same sex. They call it a hate crime. 1998. Matthew Shepard hung from a fence, waiting for a response, for someone to unbind his wrists, to uncover his eyes, in order to watch his killers walk away from him. He was left waiting for an absolution to save his soul. Tendons twisted like child's candy, flesh clinging to a fence, rotting like eggs, palms shot with arrows, leaving scars of stigmata on the body of a boy who was named unblessed. Equality is the yellow ribbon tied to our gay brothers' wrists before they're lowered into the ground. We are not created equal when men have one less rib to give and women have one too many to share. A jail sentence does not fix the dead bodies that line our country because of our people's sunken values. Leviticus 9.5 You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you, Eva. Thank you so much. So now we're going to go to our second poet. This lady, her name is Khadija Chudnov. She is part of the Muslim Student Association and is a student at the University of New Mexico. She's one of my good friends. And her poem is pretty awesome. Here's Khadija. I heard the news the other day. They were telling my story. Apparently, I grew up barefoot, eating with my fingers. Mama wasn't worthy of respect, just stones. Wore a towel on my head. My father sold me to a husband that oppresses me. Nicholas Sarkozy, save me, please. Ahlan wa sahlan to my home in the desert. You can only get there by camel. Follow the stars, my friends. Got rocks in my purse, wore paint on my face. Yes, I'm a pretty average Muslim. At least that's what the media is telling me. Alas, in reality, I'm not that interesting. I married for love and drive a blue Audi. Listen to rap, war paint bought from Mac. The only rocks I got are around my neck. Love apple pie and baklava, hijab on my head, converse on my feet. Anna Amrikia, Anna Muslim, will you ever accept me? Daniel Pipe says I'm a threat. I'm too busy watching desperate housewives. You're too busy with other people's lives. I'm running out of time, sick of spinning rhymes to people who will never change their mind. Please tell me if this is just another waste of my breath. 2008, fresh out of high school, ready to see the world. Kissed my mama goodbye, was on my way. I was running away from ignorance and hurtful stares. I was ready to be free. Handcuffs locked by Mr. King's stupidity would be unlocked by my belief in humanity. The air, sticky, warm, sand between my toes. He came out of nowhere, spit. Same old thing I heard in America. Terrorist, who me? How could that be? I was homecoming queen, VP of National Honor Society. Even tipped my toes in middle school gossiping. I got a 4.0 GPA, and I'm not ashamed to say I face the East five times a day and pray. <laughs> so now we have up a Generation Justice youth. Bashar Jawad, 
you know, I've known this kid for about a year now, and I'm really excited that he was up to the challenge of being a part of this event, and I'm really happy that he's here. So thank you, Bashar, for that. So everyone give a clap to Bashar. And here's Bashar Jawad. All right. As Danny said, my name is Bashar. I wrote a random poem about gangs because that's the only thing that popped in my head when thinking about a poem. But yeah, here it goes. They say once you're in, there's no way out unless you bleed from head to toe. By all the members in, only the master decides whether to let you go. You step out in the streets thinking you're tough. Oh, I'm cool. But once you get shot, then you'll be known as the dumb fool. Laying there bleeding, knowing you're about to die. Not forgetting you joined the gang, like a dumb guy. Black on black crimes, Latinos killing their own. Whites fighting themselves. Mexicans stunt on their own. Killing for what's theirs and what they want for themselves. You step on their turf, be prepared to meet death. Everywhere you go, you're hearing South Side and West Side. A few seconds later, you hear, help me, I'm about to die. You start to panic, not knowing what to do. Feeling for your brother, but don't have enough time. So you run for your life, hoping they won't get you. But it's got to the end where you've gotten shot in the leg with nowhere to go. Then you think, my life's over. I should have thought of this all. Thank you, Bashar. So this next poet that I'm about to introduce is a local slam poet here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. His name is Zachary Kluckman, and he told me to tell you all that he loves poetry. So here's Zachary Kluckman. All right, so basically, um, I, I am a slam poet in town um, and a spoken word artist. I recently organized an event called the 100,000 Poets for Change, um, and we had over 95 countries host 700 events worldwide, all at the same time, including the Middle East, Palestine, Israel. Um, so, you know, I'm a big advocate for poetry as a forum for change. So um, I'm going to do a few for you that come from different, different ideas of social justice and change. This first one is a short little poem about war. It's called Dog Tags and Butterflies. In the silence, there is nothing. A void of sound like the failure of emotion to capture the moment when a flag falls over a soldier and the ground swallows both. When the gunfire ceases suddenly, the ground echoes with the sound for minutes afterward. The thunder of fire swallowed by sand a pulse you can feel with your hand A storm you can play in your head like a song Press your ears to the ground And you can still hear the dead In the silence There is nothing Even the hot, humid air does not move The fallen lay in their boots Wait for prayers to be tied to their toes Dog tags around their throats the last vision of their eyes imploding like breastbone and khaki stolen from the wet lens of the iris by the long proboscis of butterflies drawn to their moisture. Wow, you all are truly amazing. Keep up the great poetry for sure. Next up, we'll be hearing some of Rumi Kanazi's poetry 
Remy Kanazi was born in western Massachusetts in a town of 8,000 in a mostly middle and upper middle class Caucasian community. He is a poet, writer, and activist based in New York City, and he's also the editor for Poets for Palestine. His political commentary has been featured by news outlets throughout the world, including Al Jazeera English, Grit TV with Laura Flanders, and BBC Radio. He's a world-renowned poet who really knows how to speak the truth in a real artistic way. So now here's Danya Mustafa introducing Remy Kanazi and his poetry. Another inspiration, also my friend, also a complete awesome person, Remy Kanazi. So Remy comes from Brooklyn. He's a slam poet. He's an activist. He's loud. So um, without further ado, Remy Kanazi. Well, hello there. You know, it's, we were hanging out, uh, Generation Justice, the crew, a little bit earlier before. And I can't emphasize enough how we have to be part of that change. And the first poem I'm going to do is called Revolution, and it touches upon that. And it's this idea that basically this kind of idea, you know, when I was growing up and among a lot of the Arab American generation in the United States that, you know, you should just keep your head down. You should move forward. We fought the revolutions. It didn't work out. We had Nasser's and we had this. We went to the conferences. We rallied. We protested. We signed the signatures. And it didn't work out. So go be a doctor, go be an engineer, go assimilate, you'll be fine. What happened in Egypt and Tunisia, starting with Tunisia, then with Egypt, is that it helped reframe and re-energize and refocus uh, the ideals of Arab American parents in a way that I hadn't seen before. This idea that semi-oppression isn't okay. The idea that stripping away civil rights, whether it's, whether it's in Egypt, Tunisia, Morocco, Algeria, Syria, wherever it is, is not okay. One oppressor isn't better than another oppressor. One father oppressor is not better than his son. So this kind of goes out to a lot of Arab American parents who thought that change wasn't possible. And, and I tell people, because we were talking earlier before with Generation Justice, is that whether it's police brutality in your own community, Barack Obama kicking out 400,000 undocumented people, Islamophobia post 9-11 and pre 9-11, or it's Egypt, Tunisia, Syria, or Palestine, fighting against systems of oppression is absolutely imperative. And we all need to be a part of that process. You were told, no, stop complaining, keep your head down, walk forward, smile when spoken to. This is just how things are. It could be worse. It could be over there. It could be back the way it was, but it can't be what you're thinking. They're too powerful, too brutal, too supported by the West, Saudi, Israel, broker deals to keep you down and your resources out cheap. Don't stand up, resist, reject, must respect status quo to keep you imprisoned, you're outspoken, tortured, your economy pillaged. In the U.S., moderates, reinforced propaganda, working within a system that worked them in the nicer houses, brought them $100,000 galas and one-on-ones with war criminals who will be written about in the next edition of a people's history. The youth rose up, labor spoke up, pessimists, former Pan-Arabists and pragmatists took to squares, took over squares, chanting down with Ben Ali, down with Mubarak, down with the regime, rewriting conventional wisdom with the dreamer's pen. It is not too late. We are not free enough. He may be better than his father, but less evil is still evil. Ruled, squashed, pummeled, broken, backed up against walls, skull smashed, repainting sidewalk, stabbed in squares, hung in courtyards. Keep your head down 
is no longer a solution. From Tahrir to Occupy Wall Street, people are redefining authority by asserting communities as leaders. We, we are the future. And that is not a campaign slogan, but a lifestyle that sees snapping fists as a catalyst to resistance, shaking off rulers, corrupt Arab neighbors, leagues of dictators, U.S. imperialism, Israeli hegemony, and old guard dog egos who are bruised by their failures. Revolution doesn't come easy. The world is watching. Much of the world is working against you. Remember that. But you are a people's movement. Your resolve is a revolution. Much of the world is standing with you. Remember that. You know, it was really amazing talking and working with Generation Justice before uh, that we shared some pizza and some other fun stories. And I've been here before, and, you know, it's really nice working. I'm a Palestine activist, so to see Students for Justice in Palestine in the back is absolutely brilliant. I remember when there was two-thirds less chapters than there are today. And, and, and what the reality is, is, and I talk a lot about Palestine, is that education is in action. All right, when I was a child, I was a little bit of a portly child, and so I was, I was larger. I had one eyebrow. And uh, I grew up in a small town in western Massachusetts. I figure I'll link this in now. There was 9,000 people. I would say about 8,990 of them were white, and then there was my family and a Cambodian family that came in in the eighth grade. That wasn't awkward at all. And my mom was like really proud to be Palestinian. What was more problematic is that she was really proud to be Palestinian in public, uh, which scared the hell out of everybody in the neighborhood. So this is called coexistence, and it takes on a lot of the mainstream BS. You know, we're taught that if the Palestinians only give up 95% of their homeland, give up the right of return, negotiate for the next 100 years, stay in Bantu sands and ghettos, then maybe they can have a, a tiny sliver of land. I'm not really into that. I'm kind of into uh, equal rights. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and ending the occupation and the right of return for Palestinian refugees. So this is a poem I wrote in response. I don't want to coexist. Not like good guys and bad guys and true lies and propaganda. Put on black faces, cab drivers, or deli owners in your racist comedies. Not bomb your Dunkin' Donuts with my kafia, fist pound Fox News, or let you steal my food and call it Israeli salad. I won't mess with the Zohan or let them turn the rocks of Palestinian children into balloon animals while Israeli soldiers snipe our children's heads, shoulders, knees, and stomachs. Hollywood snipes ears of young ones with lovable tales of blue and white heroes. I'm not looking for your approval, not a token role or job on my knees scrubbing toilets in Israel's Congress. I'd rather fight with blacks and Latinos against oppression than concede to a mainstream plantation that sees me as other unless I'm checking a college application. I don't believe in the tooth fairy or 2,000 claims of homes you supposedly deserved when people resurrected and walked on water. I'll exist in a world that fights against racism like Martin and Malcolm. Please ghetto tales of Stephen Biko as a song that never dies. No matter what apartheid makes of our bodies feeds mouths and Belfast streets and resurrects Bobby Sands' message so that we'll never be hungry again. And whether you know it or not, I'm the best solution you have. One man asking for one vote, telling you to look at the sea, and I'll never drive you into it. I'll never return the favor. I'm not outstretching an olive branch and a rifle. I'm extending reality, because being surrounded by so-called enemies on your borders is easier than in your towns and election centers. We may not be brothers, but this neighborhood has made us cousins. I don't want to coexist. I want to exist as a human being and justice. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah. 
So this next poem is called The Do's and Don'ts of Palestine. And there are certain things that you can and can't say about Palestine because you don't want to be too brown. You don't want to be too angry. You don't want to scare people. So this next poem is called The Do's and Don'ts of Palestine. And a lot of times in my work, I take a lot of double standards, right? And comedians are really good at their work. They're like, they think about things for three years. You know, a boxer, he's like, I'm going to go lose 100 pounds and, and go to the gym and like get into the role. I have a conversation with somebody. They say something really stupid. And I write a poem in response to them, which I feel is very nice and therapeutic and also does a lot of good work for activism. So this is called The Do's and Don'ts of Palestine. Don't call it genocide. We don't want to offend anyone. If we offend them, they'll never listen to us. We have to be reasonable. 1,400, just a number. No names, no death. We want peace and negotiations. Don't mention Zionism. If you mention Zionism, they'll call you anti-Semitic and people will believe them. Don't cite Palestinian sources. No one would believe you. I wouldn't believe you. Trust Israeli sources. Don't ever be angry. If you're angry, they'll call you angry. If you're angry, well, everyone will call you understandably emotional. We have to be pragmatic. Pragmatism is not a euphemism for concessions, although it may feel that way. Don't mention Allah or martyrs. It reminds them of Al-Qaeda 9-11. It's not your job to fix their ignorance. Don't talk about refugees, boycott, or the one-state solution. If we want to win, we got to compromise. The road to peace is just ahead. Don't make analogies. Please, for the love of God, don't do this. Don't make analogies that include the Holocaust, Nazis, or the Warsaw Ghetto. Only Israelis are allowed to do this when discussing wars on Palestine, Lebanon, Syria, and Iran. Don't mention Haifa, Yaffa, Safed, or where your family's from. But if you do, nod when random people say they love Israel. Doesn't matter where you came from, you can't actually go back. Don't. Just don't. And that will lead to doing. Sometimes somebody, I write a poem, and then the person three months later says something dumb. In this case, it was Bono. Bono wrote in the New York Times, if the Palestinian people could only be more like Gandhi and Martin Luther King. I was like, that's weird. If Bono could only be focused on making good music 30 years later, he wouldn't be such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And I joke around a lot about it, but the, the reason why it's so angering is that it's a slap in the face to every single Palestinian that's ever been shot at with a live bullet, with a rubber bullet, with a tear gas canister, that's been put in jail, that has been put in a graveyard. And not just those of the past, the people that continue to rise up in Palestine every day, just because the Western media refuses to look at 63 years of continued nonviolent resistance in Palestine, doesn't mean it's not happening. Thank you. You are the 99% of loveliness. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you, Remy. That was awesome. Wow, I was at the event, and it was amazing to see Remy perform. I've seen him twice now, and each time he's just blown me away. Keep up the good work, Remy, for sure. Your words are so powerful, and we were honored to spend some time with you before the show, so thank you. Generation Justice has welcomed four new youth producers to our program. Travis Aguilar, Jocelyn Tafoya, Adrian Rivas, and Brennan Bitsui. Travis and Brennan are students at NACA, which is the Native American Community Academy, and Jocelyn and Adrian attend Max, which is the Media Arts Collaborative Academy here in Albuquerque. Generation Justice youth producer Jaslyn Mendoza sat down with the new members to find out a little bit more about them. Here are the interviews. My name is Travis Aguilar, and I'm 17 and I am from the Pueblo Santo Domingo. Right now I'm a junior at the high school, NACA, which is Native American Community Academy. My hobbies include playing guitar, listening to music, and hanging out with friends in and out of school. What do you like to do with your friends besides hanging around? Uh, I like to go to concerts with them, just go downtown, have some fun, 
get very adventurous. Who knows? So what is social justice for you? To me, that means everyone in the community just getting along and just getting treated fairly. Some social justice issues that are important to me include teen pregnancy, gay marriage, and drug abuse. Personally, teen pregnancy is very important to me because I have family members that are teen parents and their kids are like my brothers and sisters. And I feel like helping them out and contributing to them and I can connect to other teen parents living in New Mexico or anywhere else in the world. And I think they just deserve support and care from their families. Everyone should have the right to marry or to love anybody they want to. They shouldn't be told that they can't do this or they can't do that. It's their life. They should be able to live it with the one they love. And I support it. Well, in New Mexico, I think drug addiction is a big problem. Personally, drugs like heroin, marijuana, cocaine, and it's bad. I agree. So, Travis, do you have a role model in your life? Um, yes, I have a lot of role models. I have music role models, and um, my parents are role models to me. Well, for music, my role models include um, Steve Vai. He's a very good guitarist, in my opinion. He's like a god of guitarists. He just does stuff that is amazing. And I someday wish that I will be able to be half as good as he is. And family-wise, my role models include my mom and my dad because they have hard times in their life, but they just keep moving on and looking forward. And they're just very good people. They're not selfish, and they help out whenever they can. And I somehow hope that I'll be able to be a good parent like them. They are to me. That's sweet. So why did you decide to join Generation Justice? Generation Justice, I joined as an intern, and I'm looking forward to um, the challenges ahead and the opportunities I'm going to be given here, like radio, for instance. This is my first time, and I'm really excited about it. So what do you plan to contribute to Generation Justice? Plan on contributing to Generation Justice by being the Generation Justice blogger and hopefully being on the radio more. On behalf of Generation Justice, I want to welcome you, Travis. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, Brandon Bitsui. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? I am 17. I currently attend the Native American Community Academy, and I'm from Tuba City, Arizona. Nice. So can you tell me what you like to do for fun? I like to play the guitar, listen to music, and learn how to play different instruments. What instrument do you like playing the most? Either guitar or drums. So, Brandon, what are your hobbies? Um, listening to music, playing guitar, drums, and playing soccer or football. What's your favorite type of music, Brandon? Post-hardcore and hardcore, but I listen to almost everything sub-country. So... What is social justice for you? People being treated equally and not being segregated from because of their race or how they act or dress. Why did you decide to join Generation Justice? Because I thought it would be interesting and a good experience. Because I've always wanted to do stuff on the radio. I see. I agree too. 
So what do you plan to contribute to Generation Justice? Helping with the production of the radio shows. Do you have a role model? If so, who? Well, it's like a group of people. Well, it's actually a band, but they're called We Came As Romans because, well, they like always talk about everybody being together and not disrespecting each other. Okay, well, thank you, Brandon Mitsui. Hello, Jocelyn. So can you tell me about yourself? I'm Jocelyn Tafoya, and I am a junior in high school, and I go to Media Arts Collaborative Charter School, which is in Knob Hill. I grew up in New Mexico, and most of my family grew up in the valley, in the North Valley, and there's just generations and generations that have lived here in New Mexico that are my family that are still here to this day. They're really old. I like to spin poi, and I'm on a fire spinning team, and I perform at events on stage in front of crowds at these electronic events, and pretty much that's that's what I love to do, and that's like my passion, because um, I see a lot of my friends, and I get to dance on stage, and it's really fun. So I'm not sure what's Bisfoy is, but can you explain a little bit more what it is? It's a little bit hard to describe, but the way most people recognize it is people in Panama or in Hawaii have these long chains and they're performers, and at the end of the chains, there's fire, and they just spin them around to... um, like very minimal music, very tribal music. In my case, I spin it to electronic music, but there's always different forms of music you could spin to. Oh, I see. That sounds very interesting. Maybe you could teach me something later <laughs> on. So what are some social justice issues you have? Well, that I have experienced, I have a lot of gay friends, and a lot of them have... Like, I've been in a relationship with a partner for years, and here in New Mexico, they're not allowed to get married in same-sex marriages. So I feel like that's an issue that I have to go through with my friends every day, and just them being judged for who they are, and that's a really big issue in my life. So why did you decide to join Generation Justice? I decided to join Generation Justice because I wanted to have something positive to do in my free time and something I could look back on and have said that I possibly made a difference. What do you plan to contribute to Generation Justice? Well, I feel like I have a lot of different types of skills, and I think One of the things I would love to contribute is just cool media, and I'd love to contribute just to any sort of production that there is. So can you tell us more about your skill set? Well, I have a lot of experience working with um, the program Final Cut, and I've also taken a few classes on audio, but mostly my interest and skill set is based on... um, media like film media rather than audio nice is there anything else you like to add i think generation justice is a good program for many kids and 
people who like to make a difference. So if you want to make a difference, you should join and be an intern like me. On behalf of Generation Justice, I want to welcome you, Jocelyn Tafoya. Yay. Yay! One, two, three. It's my turn. It's my turn. And I'm going to be the one getting interviewed. Adrian. Hi, Adrian. So I see you like singing. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Adrian Rivas. Uh, I'm 16 years old. I go to school at Media Arts Collaborative Charter School. There's some things that I do in my personal time, such as play a certain type of instrument. And that instrument happens to be a guitar. But other than that, I do other things like eat food, play with food, and, you know, just the usual. I see. So, Adrian, can you tell me what social justice is for you? So, I believe social justice is a form of allegiance or alliance in which people or a group of people come together and they express the way they feel to the community and help the community in that. So, Adrian... What are some social justice issues that are important to you? I believe that whatever social justice are there in the community, I believe they're all equally a part of me as it is with the community. So I would advocate for all of them. So why did you decide to join Generation Justice? Free food. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just joshing. Uh, No, I joined Generation Justice so I can... Be experienced with radio and how radio works and to get my voice on the radio because I have a very pretty voice. Oh, yes, you do. So what do you plan on contributing to Generation Justice? Uh, Some of the things that I'm most likely to do with Generation Justice is do some of the editing, uh, become a host in one of the week's. Uh, interview specific people um, and other things that are needed to be completed for a show. Like, what do you mean completed? Uh, Other technical works like um, producing or script writing or doing the calendar, uh, just anything that I can help with. So, Adrian, how has your internship with Generation Justice been so far? Um, It's been pretty good. Uh, I've learned a few things, like uh, learning how to edit stuff on not just Final Cut, but on iMovie. Uh, I'm starting to work on Audition, or going to work on Audition. I have interviewed a very interesting man that we will be airing here at KUNM in March. Yes, can't wait to hear that interview too. So on behalf of Generation Justice, I want to welcome you, Adrian Rivas. Yeah. Thank you, Travis Aguilar, Brandon Bitsui, Jocelyn Tafoya, and Adrian Rivas for taking the time to talk with us. Welcome to the team. And thank you to Jasleen Mendoza for conducting the interview. Next up to the wonderful world of calendar. If you want to do something other than see another movie, listen up. It's Calendar, your source for wild, fun community events. 
Tonight's community calendar will feature youth from Generation Justice. I'm one of your hosts, Jocelyn Tafoya. And I'm your other host, Travis Aguilar. And I'm Jocelyn Mendoza, your other host. And I'm your other host, Adrian Rivas. So tonight, as always, we will bring to your attention many community events here in New Mexico. And the events start right off the bat. Tomorrow, Monday, February 20th, the Center for Peace and Justice is presenting photo booths and Catterwalls, a peace center gathering. This is an event to celebrate community and art. Here at Generation Justice, we are all about celebrating the community. That's right, Jazlene. The Center for Peace and Justice feels the same way. That's why we are presenting the photo booth tour. Asbury Park and Poetic Laureate Chris Rockwell and Laureate nominee Joshua Ballard are headlining the event, which will feature local poets, a five-minute open mic, and music by DJ Catterwall. Sweet, I'm always up for dancing. This is Monday, February 20th from 7.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. For more information, call 505-712-1475. Wow, Jocelyn. You can show off your awesome dance moves at Yeah, Don't Stop, a user's guide to hip-hop. Yes, it's finally here. DJ Forfeiter and Khalil Yukolona are conducting a musical journey through hip-hop and its continued influence on pop culture. Yep. This is Friday, February 24th, 6 to 11 p.m. at Warehouse 508. Food is provided by the Cube Restaurant. And Travis, you can join the after dance party where DJ Flo is spinning all night. For more information, go to nmblackhistorymonth.com or check them out on Facebook. If you're not like Jocelyn and dancing isn't for you, you can join the Center for Peace and Justice for the showing of At the River I Stand. That's a good one. It's a powerful documentary about the 1968 Memphis sanitation workers' strike and the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as he fought to unite people. The showing is Friday, February 24th at 7 p.m. For more information, call 505-268-2488. That's really interesting. I love watching documentaries and all things media. Well, if you want to learn more about video production, Quote Unquote is offering classes, TV studio production, field video production, Final Cut, Pro Editing, and Adobe Premiere Editing are all offered. Wow, that sounds like something many people, including myself, would be interested in. Adrian, when is it? There's an orientation every second and fourth Wednesday of each month at 7 p.m. After the orientation, you can sign up for classes. Orientation will be held at 519 Central Northwest. Friday is not the only day things will be happening. On Thursday, February 23rd, Nani Darwish, an Egyptian-born American human rights activist, will be speaking at UNM Anthropology Lecture Hall. Call 505-990-2833 for more information. Wow, busy weekend, but don't miss this month's Peña. Peña? Monthly Peña, Multicultural Social Justice Oriented Coffee House Gathering. There will be music by Los Otros and a band named Sue. That is this Saturday, February 21st from 6.30 to 10 or 11 p.m. at Bandita's Hideout Restaurant, 2128 Central Southeast. For more information, call 505-385-3670 or visit www.somoslosotros.org. Will there be dancing? I'm sure you could dance if you wanted to, Travis. But if not, you can always sign up for dance classes. Hmm. We could pick up some sweet new moves. All right, where is this class? 
Well, Sarita and Sean are teaching bachata classes. What's bachata? Bachata is a partner dance from the Dominican Republic. They teach you a mix between Dominican and modern dance. The classes are at the Hardwood Art Center upstairs in the cafeteria. Monday, February 27th and March 5th begin classes. Beginning classes start at 6 p.m. and intermediate is at 7 p.m. Not only are there numerous events in this week, but the entire month of February is dedicated to teen dating violence awareness and prevention month. Wow. This is an important issue, because did you know in New Mexico, one out of ten high school students experience physical violence in their relationship? So, tell me, how can we get involved? Well, if you are between the ages of 12 and 18, you can send your poetry, videos, art, short stories, essays, and describe teen dating violence in healthy relationships. Submissions must be postmarked by Tuesday, February 21st. This contest is sponsored by the New Mexico Forum for Youth and Community and Enlace Comunitario. You can also email submissions to anelson at nmforumforyouth.org. There are some great campaigns and groups to raise awareness about issues in New Mexico. The Heroin Awareness Committee is focused on bringing attention to the heroin addiction in New Mexico and among teens. Yeah, that group works hard in the community. You can hear the Heroin Awareness Committee and local politicians have a roundtable discussion on KNMU's Public Square with Gwyneth Dolan Thursday, February 23rd, 7 to 8 p.m. It will be great to hear from the committee and local politicians. It's great to have people close to addiction talk about it honestly. Yeah, and it is not just the Heroin Awareness Committee who are trying to draw people's attention to the heroin epidemic in New Mexico. That is right. Media Arts Collaborative Charter School Advanced Music Production Class is running a campaign to raise money to distribute an album they produced. To learn more about the project, visit indiegogo.com slash soundoven youth media. Generation Justice will have the Mac students on our radio show Sunday, March 4th, for part one of our two-part heroin awareness shows. We will be talking with parents who lost children and heroin awareness advocates in New Mexico. Join us March 4th and 11th for our heroin awareness shows. Well, that is the end of this week's lovely community calendar. I was your host, Adrian Rivas. And I was your other host, Jocelyn Tafoya. And I'm your other host, Travis Aguilar. And I'm Jensley Mendoza, your other host. Have a good week now. Back to our host. Thank you, Travis Aguilar, Jocelyn Tafoya, Adrian Rivas, and Jocelyn Mendoza for our community calendar. Well, this marks the end of our show, but before we go, let's give some credit to those who made this show possible. First off, a big thanks to Remy Kanazi for coming to New Mexico, performing, and spending that extra time with Generation Justice. Huge thanks to all of the local poets who came out, Zachary Kluckman, Eva Crespin, Generation Justice youth producer Bashar Jawad, and Khadija Chudnoff. We'd also like to thank Warehouse 508 for hosting this awesome event, and a special thanks to venue manager at Warehouse 508, 
Pippa Fleming. Thanks to UNM Students for Justice in Palestine, UNM's Muslim Student Association, Inspired Leadership, Cindy Mustafa for all of your generous support, and big ups to Daniel Mustafa for organizing the event. And another big ups to all the Generation Justice youth in attendance. Sayer Keytown, Jasmine Mendoza, Camry Lucero, Victor Torres, Gara Jawad, Harika Reddy, Luna Olavaria Gallegos, Rain Dodson, and Bashar Jawad. We would like to extend a warm welcome to our newest Generation Justice members, Adrian Rivas, Travis Aguilar, Jocelyn Tafoya, and Brandon Bitsui. Welcome. We look forward to working with you, and thank you for sharing with our audience a little bit about who you are. Welcome to the team. And thank you, Jocelyn Mendoza, for your wonderful interview with the new youth. Thank you to our lovely calendar hosts, Adrian Rivas, Travis Aguilar, Jasmine Mendoza, and Jocelyn Tafoya. Let's thank all of the Generation Justice youth, Arturo Castillo, Sarah Keytown, Harika Reddy, Jeremy Jones, Luna Olavaria Gallegos, Cara Jawad, Bashar Jawad, Keone Beatty, Adam Valdez, and Victor Torres. Production by Melissa Harris, Roberta Rael, Brandon Bitsui, and the awesome Kamriya Umi. Thanks to other Generation Justice staff for ongoing support, Renee Renaga, Special Projects Coordinator George Luna Pena, and Generation Justice Director Roberta Rael. We would like to give a warm welcome to Isaiah Smiley, our new Generation Justice video editor. Welcome to the family, Isaiah. Check out the playlist and our website by going to generationjustice.org. Find us on Facebook. Just search Generation Justice. You can also follow us on Twitter at GenJustice. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And last but not least, thanks to all of you for tuning in to another episode of Generation Justice. You guys are the reason we're able to do what we do, and we really appreciate all of the love you give us every week. I was your host, Kamriya Umi. And I was your other host, George Luna Peña. Stay on the dial for some spoken word coming up next. Have a good night, everyone. Buenas noches. Support for KUNM Youth Radio and Generation Justice comes from the W.K. Kellogg Foundation and from contributing listeners like you.